Hello and a very warm welcome to you, our dear listener. This is the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. Glad that you are tuned in. To start off the show is Barry Laseno, who will be talking about food supplements on Health Talk. Then later on, Ian Muse will join us in the Bible segment with the topic, Taking Up the Cross. But first, let's get the song, By and By, by Mango Voice of Hope. Stay tuned. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. We are often tossed and driven on a restless sea of time. Some are skies and howling tempests of succeed our bright sunshine. In that land of perfect day, when the mists have rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. We are often tossed and driven on a restless sea of time. Some of skies and howling tempests of succeed our bright sunshine. In that land of perfect day, when the mists have rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered on, Tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. We are often destitute of the things that life demands. Want of food and plant of shelter, thirst to hills and barren lands. But we trust in the Lord and according to His word, we will understand it better by and by. We are often destitute of the things that life demands. Want of food and plant of shelter, thirst to hills and barren lands. Trusting in the Lord and according to His word, we will understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we will tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered home, we tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when 
saints of God are gathered home. Tell the story how we overcome. For we land us tarried bare of by it. Welcome back, dear listener. That was By and By by Mangu Voice of Hope. You're listening to the New Life program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. Here comes Beryl Aseno with more on food supplements. Remember, health is wealth. Stay tuned and be on the know. Once again, we welcome you to our program. Today, we want to discuss on food supplements. As we go through this learning experience, I hope it will be beneficial to you. Now, what are food supplements? Food supplements may be defined as substances that provide food value, but not from the food itself. This may come in forms such as tablets or liquids. Why have we resorted to using food supplements instead of getting food value from the food directly? This is because... There is a widespread notion that our diets are deficient in nutrients because our soils are depleted and our food is so heavily processed. There are also certain groups of people who may have a greater risk than others of developing a deficiency of nutrients. This include premature babies, persons of very low calorie, slimming diets, pregnant women, women with excessive menstrual bleeding, heavy smokers, alcoholics, elderly people who don't eat properly or who can't absorb certain nutrients, and other people whose nutrient needs are altered by medications. Let's define a term that will help us to understand more about food supplements, a megadose. This is defined as a nutrient level of at least 5 to 10 times the recommended daily intake. It is important to note that our bodies are able to use just the required amount of nutrients for its functions and excesses may be harmful to our health. Therefore, what are some of the dangers of using food supplements? In particular, overdoses of vitamins A, D, B6, and C have potential for toxicity. That is, they can act like drugs and be poisonous. Vitamin A is found in foods like carrots. An intake of five times the recommended daily intake can result in headaches, hair loss, bone abnormalities, loss of appetite, dry skin, joint pains, weight loss, and vomiting. To pregnant women during early pregnancy, they may result in birth defects or spontaneous abortions. Since vitamin A is readily available in vegetables, there is a substance found in vegetables and fruits called beta-carotene. It is a red-orange plant pigment found in abundance in dark green leafy vegetables such as broccoli, and yellow-orange fruits and vegetables such as carrots. As much as beta-carotene is not toxic, it is very unstable in its purified form. Megadoses of vitamin E have also caused muscle weakness and fatigue, headache, diarrhea, and blood takes too long to clot. What about water-soluble vitamins? Until recently, water-soluble vitamins were thought to be non-toxic because they are readily excreted in the urine. But these vitamins... C and the B complex can be toxic. Further, when people take megadoses of these water-soluble vitamins, they often also take the potentially 
more toxic fat-soluble vitamins. An example is vitamin B2, where high intakes may be associated with an increased incidence of skin cancers. Mega doses of vitamin C may result in diarrhea, nausea, abdominal cramps, and decreased ability of white blood cells to kill bacteria. We also have to remember that vitamin and mineral supplements can affect drug action by interfering with the body's absorption, use, or elimination of the drug. What about the use of fish oils? As much as seafood lowers the risks of heart disease, the value of using concentrated fish oils isn't clear-cut. There are a number of hazards associated with the use of fish oils. This include blood lipid or fat level changes, a potential for bleeding, high amounts of fat, high levels of environmental pollutants. In conclusion, we want to draw your attention to the importance of eating your fruits, vegetables, and other food nutrients directly from the source and avoiding the use of food supplements. Most people can obtain adequate nutrition from foods purchased at the supermarket or homegrown foods. Since many of these dietary supplements have little or no therapeutic value and are often associated with harmful reactions, won't it be good to leave them alone? This also makes good sense economically. What better way of taking vitamin C on a regular basis than by eating delicious fruit, particularly of the citrus family? An orange contains about 75 milligrams of vitamin C. Good nutrition comes neither by chance nor by irrational use of dietary supplements. It results from appropriate choices made within a wide selection of wholesome and refined foods by you. Your health is in your hands, so take care. We stop here for now. Until then, goodbye and God bless you. My name is Beryl Aseno. For those of you who are just joining us, this is the New Life Program with me, Monica Kamoko, your host, coming to you live from the Adventist World Radio, the Voice of Hope. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You haven't missed a lot. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya, or email us at awrnairobi at eku.adventist.org. Now that that of the you are listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. Tazote, 
nimempata Yesu nimempata Yesu ameshanitakasa kabisa dhambi zangu zote sina hofu kabisa moyoni nimempata Yesu nimempata Yesu Ameni Listener, thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Ian Muse for the Bible segment. His message is Taking Up the Cross. Be blessed. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ and welcome to today's study. I'm your host Ian Muse and the topic of study today is taking up the cross. Jesus told his disciples that if any man will come after him, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily 
and follow him. Luke chapter 9 verse 23. Later the apostle Paul repeated this theme. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. From the time of Christ's sacrifice to the present, many have sought to show their devotion to Jesus, secure their own forgiveness, or make some public statement by actually having themselves crucified. In 1965, Daniel Wasua in Kenya compelled his wife to crucify him for the sins of all Kenyans. After reluctantly obeying, his wife collapsed and died apparently from shock. Daniel was rescued by neighbors, but he later died from an infection. Does the Lord require this kind of literal fanaticism when he calls us to take up our cross and follow him? To better understand these profound passages regarding the cross, we need to turn to the only story in the Bible where we find an example of this dreaded method of execution. As we examine the gospel accounts of the crucifixion, we quickly notice that Jesus did not die alone. Two other men were crucified with Christ that day. Countless lessons can be drawn from the experience of the thieves who died flanking the savior and especially the one who accepted Jesus. All four gospel accounts tell of the two thieves who were crucified with Christ, but only the gospel of Luke tells the story of the penitent thief who turned to Jesus in the final hours of his life. Let's begin by revisiting this popular passage. There are also two others criminals led with him to be put to death and when they had come to the place called Calvary there they crucified him and the criminals one on the right hand and the other on the left then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him saying if you are Christ save yourself and us but the other answering rebuked him saying do you not even fear god since you are under the same condemnation and we indeed justly for we receive the due reward of our deeds but this man has done nothing wrong then he said to jesus lord remember me when you come into your kingdom and jesus said to him assuredly i say to you today you will be with me in paradise luke chapter 23 verse 32 and 33 and 39 to 43 new king james version These two thieves represent the two great classes of people who have ever lived or ever will live the saved and the lost the righteous and the wicked In his famous parable Jesus compared them to sheep and goats Matthew chapter 25 verse 31 to 46 The son of man set the sheep the righteous on his right hand and the goats the wicked on his left Since in the Bible the right hand represents favor, Matthew 26:64 and Acts chapter 2 verse 32 and 33, I would like to believe that the thief who was saved was to the right of Jesus. Notice the ways these two doomed men represent all people. They were both guilty of rebellion, murder and stealing. We too have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3 verse 23. We have rebelled against our maker's will, committed murder in our hearts, and robbed God of the time, means and talent 
he has lent to us. They could do nothing to save themselves. Picture them hanging there naked, with their hands' feet spiked mercilessly to a cross. I cannot think of two individuals who were ever more utterly powerless to rescue themselves. We are just helpless to save ourselves by our good works, as were those two thieves to effect an escape from the cross. They both had an equal opportunity to be saved. Although helpless to save themselves, these two men were in the immediate presence of the greatest dynamo of love and power in the whole cosmos. But salvation is not obtained by osmosis. To be helped, they had to first reach out in faith and ask him. We too are ever in the presence of the Savior, and he is only a prayer away. Psalms chapter 139 verse 7. But many souls will be needlessly lost. While hoping and desiring to be saved because they do not perform the simple act of asking. My dear listener, we are all saved by faith, and true faith is based on evidence. Otherwise, it is simply a blind, reckless presumption. On the day of the crucifixion, a mountain of evidence was given to show that Jesus was the Son of God. After the three crosses were hoisted into position, and the initial shock associated with crucifixion set in, the Bible tells that at first, both of the criminals joined the bomb in mocking him. Even the robbers who were crucified with him revealed him. Matthew chapter 27 verse 44, New King James Version. But as the agonizing hours dragged by, the thief on his right began to reflect on his wasted life and now hopeless future. As he humbled himself, the Holy Spirit began to penetrate the man's contrite heart and urged him to consider the noble way Jesus bore his suffering. There was a growing conviction in the thief's mind that perhaps this was more than an ordinary man who was hanging few feet away. As the evidence of Jesus' divine nature continues to mount, the thief on his right hand feels the Holy Spirit press upon him. There is only one logical verdict. The long-awaited Messiah, the King of Israel, is hanging on the cross beside him. This is the one who came to fulfill the famous prophecy. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. And he made his grave with the wicked, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5 verse 9 and verse 12. Somehow this thief understands that Jesus is suffering for the transgressors and knows that he is in that category. In the classic book The Desire of Ages we read, little by little the chain of evidence is joined together. In Jesus bruised, mocked and hanging upon the cross he sees the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Hope is mingled with anguish in his voice as the helpless. Dying soul cast himself upon a dying Savior. The criminal on the left joins the taunting mob and shouts, If thou be the Christ, save thyself and us. Luke chapter 23 verse 39 But the repentant thief, aware that he is dying and has nothing to fear, now speaks in Jesus' defense. Turning to his former partner, he asks, 
Dost not thou fear the God, seeing thou art in the same condemnation, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man hath done nothing amiss. Luke chapter 23 verse 40 and 41 I can almost see a temporary silence fall upon the mocking crowd as they listen to the unusual exchange. Then the repentant thieves' final word passed through his patched, quavering lips. He calls out in clear, triumphant tones, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Verse 42 His famous plea begins with Lord and ends with kingdom. He does not ask for justice, but mercy. Listener, this is my prayer for you, that you may experience the saving grace of our Lord, accept his righteousness by faith, and grow the image of his Son, Jesus Christ. And may your faith work by love that purifies the soul. Amen. Thank you, listener, for your time. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you are blessed just like I was. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Email us at awrnairobi at Until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you abundantly. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered all, we will tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered, oh, we will tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. We are often tossed and driven on a restless field of time. Some of skies and howling tempests of succeed our bright sunshine. In that land of perfect day, when the mists have rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. We are often tossed and driven on a restless sea of time. Some of skies and howling tempests of succeed our bright sunshine. In that land of perfect day, when the mists have rolled away, we will understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered, oh, we will tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. By and by, by and by, when the morning comes, when all, when all the saints of God are gathered, oh, we will. Tell the story how we overcome, for we'll understand it better by and by. We are often destitute of the things that life demands, 